So you think you got a lot to say Well, I think you better clear the space When it comes to movies, I got the better taste No one knows what you're talking about anyway Very talented, but I'm just not good at that <laughs> <laughs> All righty, well, well I'll, try, I'll try, you know what, I'll try I'll okay. try it all right. I brought the guest star on, I'll try it Okay, all righty <laughs> It's all on you, we're recording uh. <laughs> 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 I do this every time. Okay, okay. <clears throat> okay. And welcome back to Anyway with Sam and Tyler. You're, you're doing so great, sweetie. Good. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, convince myself. Uh, I just never know what to say. I think because I don't think like, oh, what am I going to say? I just go, okay, cool, intro and improv. Um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all anyway. you have to do. You just say, hey, welcome back. It's a hot Thanks day for joining us for our- <laughs> in California. Um, you know, the birds are out again. They won't leave. They won't leave the stoop. <laughs> Those kids are skateboarding out there again. I don't the like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing with their Game Boys. <laughs> it's not even Game Boy Color yet. It's just still Game Boy. Um, anyway. Hey, I said the name of the show. Uh, that's, that's why we call it anyway, because... We try we, to find a topic. We try to stick to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wild and crazy time. Um, anyway, uh, welcome to Anyway with Sam and Tyler. Uh, thank you for joining us for our bonus episode. Um, today, it's very special because we have our second ever guest star. Hey, that's welcome, me. Welcome, Riley. Hi. What's up, Riley? Hi, how's it going? Uh, you can leave now, but if you stay after this, you have to do the show. So, <laughs> oh, okay, you get a prize. Yeah, let me. Where do I? Where do I end? Where do I end? No. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? It's been it's been real fun, guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was our bonus episode. Please like and subscribe. No, uh... <laughs> but what are we talking about today, Sam? We're talking about Avatar and yeah. theories. You finally watched it all, and we can finally talk about it. James Cameron yeah. created a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> M-, M. Night Shyamalan. Another, an- another swing and a hit. Uh... <laughs> Wait, where do I end this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Riley, tell us about yourself. Like, what do you do for fun? Um, that's legal. Uh... <laughs> that's legal. Yeah, right. Uh, well, I, I'll, I'll talk about what we were talking about right before we started everything. Um, I think a new passion and hobby of mine is 3D printing. Um, I, I like creating stuff. I like drawing and I like art. I have an art Instagram that I guess I'll plug. It's at number plug. four art. Yep. Plug yeah. at number four art with a four instead of spelling out F O U R number four art on Instagram. I'm, I'm not too active right now, but since I've been 3d printing during this uh, quarantine, I might sort of switch it over from like digital art to stuff that I'm, uh, making out of plastic. <laughs> um, so I like, I like doing that. Um, I like watching movies and Sam, you and I, you know, you know, I'm a big MCU fan, Marvel fan, Star Wars fan. Um, I try to keep updated on that stuff, which, by the way, today, um, Star Wars, they announced another TV series. Yeah. The Bad, the bad Batch. Yeah, yeah the Bad Batch. I, I read it several times I as <laughs> I saw I read it several times as the Bad Bitch. And I don't know yeah. why like, every I single time. Was everybody, everybody, I think I, I actually I, this morning I, I kind of half woke up and I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw it and I actually thought that it was a meme at first. Yeah, like Star Wars is new project. Star Wars, and then the bad when I, bitch. When I, <laughs> yep. When I woke up again, like an like an hour later, I was like, oh, no, that, that was real. And I totally read it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would yeah, love I thought a... someone was just making a thing and yeah. I was like, okay, dumb. And I just kept scrolling. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I would love a Star Wars, a Star Wars show called The Bad Bitch starring C-3PO. <laughs> and it's just him whining and complaining about <laughs> the entire time. R two D two, R two D two's in drag yeah. for some reason. <laughs> and like, and, and like, and uh, what was it called? Uh, oh, what's the with the, the makeup? What you put like a bunch of a uh, uh, bunch of makeup on? Uh, it's called uh, drag. Uh, like drag? No, 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 no. Just in general. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Okay. Like cake when you cake on makeup, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, contour, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. R two D two, R two D two is like all on contour, like all con- contoured out, <laughs> yeah. and he's got like the acrylic nails for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're on his wheels, and so they like click. Yeah, they like yeah. Click when, he's, when he's rolling around. <laughs> uh, it has to be voiced by Cardi B, though. <laughs> oh God, uh. he he beeps, he beeps, and tongue pops. Yeah, That's- exactly. <laughs> Bra bra. No. Um. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Anyway, so uh, Avatar. <laughs> so, well, I have whiplash from that. Uh, so quick, Sam- uh, Samantha finally watched all of Avatar after thirty people um, t- tied her down. Uh, you know, did, did the did the clockwork orange thing with her eyes make made made her watch the Last Airbender first and then Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, I'm just kidding. Have you watched? We we, we we like we like yeah. I was gonna say we like die lead you. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> you will watch this. Everything's fine here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen the Last Airbender before? That, no, the movie. No. Okay, can we? So wa- okay, we have to watch it together and do you another didn't... bonus oh, episode. Oh no, no, no! I've seen it. No, oh. I've seen it now. I thought you meant before I watched the show. Yeah. No, I was, I was in high school. I don't know if I talked about this on our last episode or not, but. Um, when I was in high school, um, my oh, senior yeah. year that, that movie came out and like all of my friends, you know, they were like the art kids or whatever. They were like, Oh, we're so excited to see Avatar, the the movie. And I was like, what you guys watch? That's stupid. That's dumb. What the heck? And then they came back and they're all like disappointed that the movie was so bad. And I was like, well, yeah, what do you expect? It's M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, but then, uh, but then I didn't, I didn't watch it for all this time because I thought it was pointless. Um, and then after watching the whole series and like falling in love with it, um, they still have The Last Airbender on Netflix. So I was like, uh, really? actually, I think right before I started the show, Riley, I think you guys were watching the movie. We and- we were watching it the day that you started yeah. the series. And Hannah, my my girlfriend, she had never seen either of them. She had never seen the show or the series. And we had just finished watching the final episode and then we were like okay we got to put it in you have to watch it and God. within like five minutes with like with like the scrolling text at the beginning she was already like this this is something's something's off here something's something's not right and and you know five minutes into the actual action of the movie she was like no i don't want to finish this i don't want to watch it anymore. i think but i think we my- definitely did my de- my brother and i we definitely did like force her down and make her watch <laughs> Like, no, you're you're sitting through this because when we were when we were younger, we watched the whole series. We were so hyped for this movie to come out. Yeah. Trailers made it seem like it was gonna be so awesome, and then we were just disappointed for two hours. And now you get to be disappointed too. I, I <laughs> knew it was gonna be bad, but I all, that's how I felt about the Green Lantern film. I literally thought, like, I mean, I, actually, I would say I was in the I was in the uh, San Diego Comic Con Hall H panel for Green uh, Green Lantern. All of us thought it oh was going to be amazing because the, the scenes we saw, like every they, they we got to see some of the best stuff. And honestly, all the trailers for Green Lantern were actually really good. 
Um, and then we watched the movie, and I was just like, wow, okay, that was what? Um, but yeah, after last air, or the last Airbender, I knew it was going to be off. But I really did like, there were some aspects of the movie I did like. I think my favorite, but my, my favorite worst thing about the movie, though, I remember it was the, in the, uh, the, the Earth prison, the Earth Kingdom oh, prison God. game, when there's like, oh, I think God. it was like eight or ten guys, like, doing, like, all the same thing, and then, like, this tiny rock comes from the ground. <laughs> like <a pebble. laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's a good, that's, I was like, that's a good metaphor for this, for this movie. Like, <laughs> like, what would Top say if she saw that? Like, she'd be like, what the hell? She wouldn't see well, it. She, she wouldn't, wouldn't see, see it. it, yeah. <laughs> she would just be like, wow, that was amazing. Oh, and then, you know. <laughs> Wow, Sam, that is so rude. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I tried when, when we were watching it again, I, I thought that I had forgotten a lot about it, but it turns out that I, I didn't. And I actually remembered pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, and it surprised myself because I wanted to forget the movie so bad. But I will say the the CGI when they're doing um, like the water bending, that is, that is actually not that bad. No, and it I, really isn't. I, yeah. I know that that gets that, like people crap on that a lot. They they say that the CGI you know looked weird, the bending didn't look right. But I think because that movie came out what twenty ten, uh, so like, yeah, twenty ten. I think so. So so like ten years later, I mean the the water effects in it were they they've held up. I think, um, and I know that water is difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. I was so. gonna say it's actually not like the quality of the effects; it's the speed in which mm-hmm. they do it and yeah. that's because it's just like it's like floating it's kind of like it reminded me a lot of like in harry potter when like dobby is like floating the cake over to like in the living room or whatever yeah um it was like that slow you know so it's like <laughs> it shouldn't be that slow you're I, not trying to like yeah. build anticipation here like <laughs> i like i liked the like, casting for ung i really did um, uh-huh. <laughs> um no yeah. i i also <laughs> yeah, I know. I I also liked um whatever his name is from uh, Slumdog Millionaire. I really liked him as Zuko. Honestly, I think he's also a phenomenal yeah, yeah. actor. I think he's a yeah. an absolutely yeah. amazing actor. Um, and I also kind of liked Uncle Iroh being the guy from Iron Man. I thought that was kind of cool. I think. I mean, I don't think he looked anything like Iroh, but I really like that actor as well because I've seen a few other things. Like this is all after when I first saw the movie, I was like, "This is the worst thing ever. Why would they cast this guy?" And then I've seen him in other movies where he was like this nice, jolly person, and I'm like, "Oh man, maybe he would have been a good Iroh, <laughs> like, like maybe just not fat, like <laughs> just a, a non-fat, skinny, skinny Iroh." But anyways. Oh, sorry, Sam, go ahead. No, that's okay. It just, it like, it had nothing to do with like the, the way they looked. It was absolutely the way they acted. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, like, yeah, they like whitewashed (laughs) a lot of the characters, but like, you know. I love how the villain was the guy from the Daily Show. Like, none of the characters looked like the characters in the show. So like, you know, but, uh, whatever. But I like that, that aside, like, it was the way they were acting. Like, it just wasn't directed well or something oh it's just yeah it was it was directed and written absolutely like so shittily and even edited horribly as well but like i I will say that one of my favorite one of the best things that come out of it was uh ue's um actress she's asumi in cora and i love her in cora and and asumi i'm sorry i think she's the only one from the live action movie that ended up in the cartoon universe yeah. right yeah yeah she is so Asumi's my favorite character of of of, of Korra so like I was so like and she did phenomenal she's a great voice actor so yeah 
I will say that I actually think that Korra has way better voice acting than I would say Avatar Last Airbender. But that's also because I think most of them were... Well, no, I think Aang was the only one that was a kid. I think everybody else was an adult. Because, um... Yeah, anyway, doesn't matter. Okay, let's let's talk about some theories. <laughs> While we're, like, low-key on Korra, I don't want to talk too much about it because I've only seen, like, a few episodes. But this is maybe a spoiler? I don't know. Um... <laughs> So far, my I'm like six episodes in or something, and so far my favorite part was the fact that they have like a like Aang as the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> I laughed out loud. But uh, but anyway, um, I like some of the things that they're touching upon um, in, in the show so far. Yeah. Um, we'll have to do like a part two of this once we watch Korra because yes. like. Actually, yeah. Uh, I feel you, like there's going to be more theories. Can you do me a favor? Can you call me uh, right when you finish the first season, just so I can hear your okay. reaction? <laughs> okay. Something happens, and I just wanted to, I just want to hear your thought. I'll watch it on the show, and then yeah, that, that's be a there. We go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I I, I I won't. Yeah. No, you'll you'll see. I don't think you would want it okay. recorded. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I wouldn't the first time I saw it. <laughs> that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say any emotions. I'm just going to just throw that out there. Okay. Okay. Something happens and yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, now I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. theories. <laughs> Theory time. Okay. This is our transition for theories. Theory. Theory. We haven't. Uh, that's a good transition. I like, the, I like the like echo effect you gave yourself. Yeah. <laughs> theory. Theory. <laughs> Reverb, reverb, yeah. reverb. <laughs> Didn't know this until like an That's ASMR feel. Theory. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't recorded the actual like transition music yet, so you know. Not, don't worry, it's not coming. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I would not be the one recording it. I don't have that much money. <laughs> I will pay you not to sing, Samantha. Okay. Um uh yeah who wants to go first i'll i'll go first um okay. Our I, I really i guess i really only have like the one theory i was trying to think of think of things and and i looked up a little bit and i didn't yeah. find anything too substantial but it better not be uh, my same theory i swear to god that's why well, i didn't like text does it have to do with the cabbage guy because I, I talked oh, about it before. no no, no? Yeah, yeah, okay. No, it okay okay very intrigued um, by this okay go ahead <laughs> the theory that i that i saw and that i i looked into a little bit is that the cabbage guy um, is around because he's actually a Fire Nation spy <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that was sent by Zuko to sort of track the Avatar because uh, in the first season he's all over the place like and it, it sort of doesn't make sense the way that he travels um, right he's always with the gang because mm-hmm. how, many, how many appearances does he have it he's like four I think he's like first... four or five yeah five yeah, yeah. and he and he's in. Um, He's in Bossing Say once. He's in Bossing Say. He's in uh, uh, when they go to see, twice. Boomy, yeah. Um, and then when they're when they go see the pirates, when they steal the scroll from the pirates, yes. he's there. Okay. And so he's he's like all over the place. And um, I've ne- I've never seen like the the uh, Earth Nation mapped out or anything, but it doesn't seem like he's following any sort of path. And they're also like the gang is flying on a sky bison, so they can kind of go wherever they want. And they do. They ping pong all over the place but somehow always end up where the cabbage guy is and so uh yeah he's sort of like a like a courier sent by the the fire nation sent by zuko to to help him track the avatar i thought that was really funny because it's one of those things that he was 
probably for sure just put in there as like a gag. But now looking back on it, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 And oh when Ken God. Jong when Ken Jong plays him in the movie, it's uh, yes. <laughs> the next movie or the the live action series. When Ken Jong plays him, um, <laughs> he'll probably make some jokes about working for the Fire Nation. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> I I hope Ken Jong's in the live action. I love that man. Uh, he needs to be in everything. Um, I really like that theory. I think that's super smart, actually, because. Yeah, like, so while they're traveling in, like, a zigzag zigzag pattern, like, maybe he's just going straight up, like, in a straight line, so they would, like, cross paths with him again, but that's because he doesn't know where they're going, he's just going, he knows that they're going north, right, so, like, maybe he's just going that way, or, I don't know, something like that, um, yeah, I think it's funny, because it's almost like he's better at finding Aang than, than Zuko is. Yeah, in the uh, first season. I think that that's like a reoccurring thing for like a lot of people who like find Aang a lot easier than Zuko does. But I, yeah, <laughs> I think there's also a theory with that. I think Iroh also stops Zuko from finding him a lot too by distracting yeah, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I think that he knows it's not worth it. You know, well, he, I, he knows. I think he says something either to Toph or to. I don't think Iroh has a moment with Katara. I think he tells Toph that he was like. I try. He was trying to teach him humility and how to be, um, you know, and how to and how to not uh, um, obsess and also even have respect for, you know, the um, the Fire Lord. Because again, like, you know, I, like how Ira was supposed to be the Fire Lord and that whole story that happens in in season three, you know, like I, I think season three definitely opens that up a little bit more of that. Yeah, Iroh did not want Zuko to find Aang probably ever. I think he just wanted yeah. him just to keep going and keep going and keep going and try to just help him be a better person. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think maybe that's Which is why he has like one of the best story arcs, like almost ever, you know, I know Ooh. he's your oh, favorite yeah. character. Zuko. Yeah. Yeah. Zuko uh, is my he favorite. He really does have a good story arc. Yeah. Like you kind of like know that he's going to change over, but watching him struggle and then uh, yeah. seeing kind of like that twist where you think like oh no 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 he's going to he's not going to betray like Uncle Iroh at this point like, and then boom he does like, yeah, like, like crazy <laughs> it's so frustrating yeah I, I'm just lucky that I got to binge it like I don't know how you guys watched it like if it was on TV like when you guys watched it on TV I kept to like wait I actually for, like, saw it between seasons or between episodes like. I actually didn't watch it until around 2008 until I was in college actually okay. my friend made me watch it uh Matt made me watch Avatar nice. and um, I bought the DVD set at a uh, resell at a DVD resell store for like mm-hmm. the first season for like 10 bucks and they didn't have the second or third season. And so I ended up buying them on, on eBay or on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, um, but yeah, I got, so I got to bench it. Thank God. <laughs> my, my brother was, he's, he's uh, three and a half years younger than I am. And he was very much in like the target, audience for uh for the show when it came out and so he um he and my cousin who's the same age as him um they watched the show uh religiously like they would go over to each other's houses and when new episodes would come out they would have like viewing parties and when it was on initially i remember liking it but not being super invested in it i would kind of catch an episode here or there yeah um and i remember watching the finale because i think i i think that there was like a football game on the same day as the series finale and my uncle uh was having a a party um for that and we all went over and all of the kind of like all the kids that were at the party went to another room and we all watched 
the series finale. And I remember, I remember that thinking that that was just like the craziest thing I had ever seen. And I had only gotten kind of bits and pieces of the show up till that point. Yeah. Um, See, and that's really I, crazy because that show's not episodic at all. Like it's like one big long movie. So mm-hmm. that even you felt that impact of like that final, final episode without having seen like all the episodes is like, that's crazy to me. And that really shows like how, how good the show is in my opinion. Yeah. I, my, uh, it was funny too, because this, uh, the most recent time that I've watched, uh, the series, um, just a, a month or so ago, um, we, my brother has all of the seasons on Blu-ray. And so we watched them all on Blu-ray and the day that we finished, it then came out on Netflix. <laughs> 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 so that's funny and then you watched it on netflix again <laughs> no i didn't i didn't watch it on netflix again i actually think though that he has gone back and watched some of it on netflix again i um, i, I think he... i might go back and rewatch it i i watched it uh at the beginning of the quarantine i have a i have that and cora both on blu-ray so but yeah i bought it on blu-ray and i don't buy dvds anymore yeah. like that's how much i loved it um i as soon as i finished it on netflix i went back and started it again um because i loved it so much i usually don't do that with shows <laughs> like I'll watch it once and and enjoy it, but then I won't rewatch it for a while. Yeah. Uh, but that's how much I love the show. Have um, you guys, have you guys both seen the the unaired pilot, Sam? I sent you. Yeah. I sent I you no, pilot. I didn't even know about it. You know, what? you didn't. No. Okay, it's it's uh, it, someone posted it on YouTube like a week and a half ago, and I think it's a, like a bonus feature on one of the DVDs. Um, if you look it up on YouTube, that it's like five episodes that are all two minutes long and they're all kind of out of order so it, it took me a minute to try and figure out what the correct order was oh my god the the animation is so different looking the the character design is really really similar and even the animation is really similar but i was telling sam it's kind of like watching one of those disney uh cartoon shows that was based on a movie that came out in the nineties. Like they had, they had like a Tarzan show and the emperor's new groove show and everything. And you could tell when you watch those shows, when you got into like the later seasons or the later episodes that the original creative team and the original animating team kind of had nothing to do with it anymore. Yeah. That's what the pilot episode of avatar is like. It's like watching something that the original team had nothing to do with, except the original team had everything to do with it. So I I actually might be weird, but I actually think I prefer this animation. Katara looks like a kid. Oh, her name's not Katara either. Yeah. Oh, I, I have no. it on mute because we're recording, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, like, but I'm saying like, I, I like it for some strange reason. Maybe like, I don't know why it, it seems like everybody, I think it's because there's so much less detail on everybody that maybe that's why they move a little bit better and a little bit easier. But I actually kind of like their, their, I'm just watching their animation and their movement and it looks like they're a little bit more expressive because their eyes aren't as big too. And they can do a lot more. Sorry, I, I love animation so much, and I've been, especially lately, I've been studying it because I've been teaching myself how to animate. So it's just kind of, I'm, I'm kind of like seeing these things. Like Aang's eyes are way smaller, which allows the rest of his face to be able to kind of make different faces and not be so, con- you know, constricted. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. So um, theories. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I I brought up I brought up the pilot be, because of like a theory, I guess if you want to call it, but it's just something that I literally just thought of right now is um, if you watch the pilot, Zuko, I think they kind of allude to him being the Fire Lord and being oh. like the most powerful Firebender, and then um, 
Aang, and, and it's a pilot. They, they want to try to move everything along quickly and get their idea out there so that the network will pick it up. But Aang goes in and out of the Avatar state like it's nothing. It's, yeah. it, he's sort of yeah. already like mastered his Avatar abilities. But then there's dialogue between him and Kaya, who's, who's Katara in the pilot. Yeah. But there's, there's dialogue between them where he's like, I'm just a kid. I don't really know what I'm doing. And she, she's still kind of being that mother to him. So that, that part's still there. And she's, she tells him, you know, you have to stay here and stay out of danger because Zuko, the most powerful firebender, is in this camp and we don't want you to get hurt. And then Aang goes in, into the camp and he's already like the avatar. He's, he yeah. already knows how to do everything. And, um, so I, I, I wonder how like the writing of the show evolved, um, because in the pilot episode, it seems like they have a different direction and yeah. the show is so well thought out. Like you can go back and rewatch the show and find something new every time that you rewatch it. And it's just like, wow, I can't believe that they, they thought of that. But after seeing the pilot, it's like, how much of it did they really think about and how much of it just kind of came to as they were as they were writing new episodes? Like, did they did they really have this overarching plan or yeah. was it just sort of everything? The cards or the stars aligned and and um, they played their cards right. And it we ended up with what we ended up with. It It's yeah, it was an interesting watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they, they probably did have everything planned out and they were just like, OK, let's pick out pieces to like really try to capture their like attention or imagination or something. And uh, so, you know, I, of course, I don't know, but I think, yeah. Tyler, you know, actually a lot about this. I think there's a there's definitely a bunch of characters that they didn't expect people to really, really fall in love with. And I think I mean, I think they had an overarching now. I think they knew an overarching uh, um, arcing like story. But I mean, I having Zuko be the fire Lord makes a lot of sense too. And then, you know, and like, just instead of like doing an emperor thing in star Wars, where you're just like, Oh, it wasn't Darth Vader the whole time was actually the emperor. And like, um, you know, I, I mean, that makes sense too, because we don't know anything about the fire Lord, you know, for a while, like, mm -hmm. but also like the first five episodes of, I love Avatar last airbender. I think that there's only one bad episode, which is the great divide. Um, but it, it's okay. I love that episode. <laughs> I, I loved that episode when I was like, when I first, saw, that was one of the first episodes that I saw actually. I, oh my and, God. I remember. And I loved it. I thought it was so funny. And I don't know if it was just because I was, I was younger and I, yeah. I didn't understand because I, I didn't watch it um, in, in like the order that all the episodes were released. Yeah. So I got it all kind of jumbled around and yeah, I don't know. I, I just think like, the way that Aang makes up the story yeah. at the end of that episode. And uh, I, I knew both of these guys and they weren't fighting at all. They were just playing a game. Like for whatever reason, <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And I was like, that's so Aang. Like that's, that's so him to just kind of make this up. And then um, really recently, just before I, I rewatched the series again, um, this last time around, my brother was like, Oh God, we have to watch the great divide with Hannah. And I was like, what are you talking about? I love that episode. And he's like, no dude, the entire avatar fandom, like, yeah, hate that episode. That, that, that's why during the fire or the um the the uh, Ember Island players is when they're like, "Look, guys, it's the Great Divide." Man, let's keep flying. Like that's why. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was a great throwback, actually. So, like the only episode I really didn't like, and, and you're like, if you the way that episode ends, like I agree, like it was funny because it shows like perspectives in history and like the fact that he just completely yeah. made it up and like, like yeah. history has like the end of the episode's sides, not so. that bad i just think that, it's just yeah. all the fighting and whining in that exactly. episode it's kind of like yeah. oh my it really god takes, 
a turn oh, and you're like, yeah. okay, thanks for this filler episode. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, but I would say my least favorite episode and a lot of people I think would really disagree with me, um, is the beach episode, uh, where it's basically, it's just, <sighs> that's like one I of the fan favorites. It. Yeah. I hate that episode. I hate it. That, I think it's you, like, you like really get a sense of, but you, you don't, get a sense yeah. of like who they all, who, yeah. who all of the firebenders are, like who, yeah, who I they are know, people. Yeah. I think it's just the way it's written. I think the way it like comes across is very like, I don't know. I think the energy is really weird in the episode, like the way that the pacing of it and like the way they interact with each other on the beach at night. Like, Oh, you haven't watched, you haven't watched enough anime. That's why. Oh, see. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like the only anime I watched, but well, I I don't even like consider this anime though. Um, but the, the only anime I watched was Sailor Moon and Pokemon, you know, and that was like a kiss. So like, Quasi. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, you know, it... beach beach episodes are very big in uh, in anime. Oh, uh, okay. and it's very big on character develop. To use them on character development, I love the episode because it was the only reason why I even liked Tylee to begin with. Because at first she always I annoyed did like that me. Part of Tylee. I absolutely yeah. was always annoyed every single time whenever Tylee would come on screen. And I'm like, I freaking hate yeah. this character. She's just. So whatever, and then finally that episode came out, and I'm like, oh, I love her. Oh, I love her so much. I was gonna say that's the that was like to me the only because that's the one where they go to the party, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So like, I think it was like most the the stuff that happened at the party was mostly like I was just like, I this is dumb. Like, <laughs> I I don't like this. Um, I did laugh though because that's also where they play volleyball, and like, um, Zuko like takes his shirt off, and like the the birds fly up, and I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like the party part because it finally showed like Zuko and Azula actually doing something together, and also I think because doesn't she go like a little too crazy and he gets kind of scared? I think it was like the kind of like the first moment where he finally like realized like oh maybe I don't fit in. And I think it's like the next episode when he was telling May like I don't know if I belong here, and he was starting yeah. to question yeah. things. I think it was like the exa- mm-hmm. like the next episode that he was in. That that episode had it just like. Re rewatching the series as an adult too, like when you're when you're younger or the first time you watch the series, you you kind of forget, or at least I forgot that Zuko is also like a child. Yeah, yeah, he's like and, sixteen or something, right? Yeah, and and he's like the bad guy, and he you know, and he he has the firebending powers, and he's really strong, and he he wants to you know like kill people or hurt people, and um you you think of him as an adult and a lot of a lot of the time a lot of the people around him treat him as an an adult and Iroh is really the only one who treats him like a kid yeah. like his <laughs> his own son oh my god Zula's 14 apparently i don't like that i would have rather she'd been older that's older weird. she seems older yeah because she was I really walk, hate she was Zula, so i think that's why i didn't like that episode very so much so her but and her three friends like were going episode. around the world by themselves destroying things and taking over you know Boomy's kingdom like at 14 i don't like that she should have been older than him sorry no no it's okay i mean i agree i guess i i yeah but that's another thing too i I never really thought about it just like how i didn't think about zuko's age but then there's that episode where they're all on the beach and they're talking yeah and you can hear like the teen angst and like the weird relationship drama that they have and azula is trying to talk to boys and zuko's trying to talk to girls and you know ty lee doesn't know how she fits in and she was she has to deal with that, like being called weird all of her childhood. And it, it kind of, it feels like it's a little, not, not a step back in a sense, like the story has gone astray, but like, yeah, 
it's a it's like a, a perspective change like you it's like oh my god the, these are all just they're all just kids and the whole world is now relying on the fate of these kids who are either zuko and and the firebenders chasing the avatar or the the gang following the avatar like all children yeah and that's like you said something too really that was like uh you know zuko's a bad guy and like he wants to hurt people and stuff like that but i kind of disagree with that statement just because he doesn't necessarily want to hurt people he just yeah. like has a goal and like He's very stuck because it's like his dad, who's also the mm-hmm. king. But, I, were, I think I think I was like, saying I I was saying more like my perspective. Oh, I see. When I was younger, when I was younger, it's like oh my gosh, this this guy's he's like the bad guy, and he bends the fire, you know. Right. And right. and smart move making fire like the bad element. I guess you could say <laughs> like the bad guy element is just so sinister already. But um, no, I I agree. He's not he's not a bad guy, and you find that out. Over the but course no, the whole show you're thinking like, oh, like it's the villain, it's the villain. But then you mm-hmm. find out that's why his story's so compelling uh, to me, at least, and I think to a lot of people that um, you know he's actually it's more complex than that. He doesn't, he's not just like a bad guy that wants to rule stuff. Like he just wants his dad to like him and like yeah. be let back in the house, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think he really wants to be sad, worthy, but... and that's what it is. And or I think yeah, it's also that yeah. internal struggle. I think it's like the same thing with Ira, where Ira was kind of like pushed into everything and you know it, it took basically the loss of his son to finally see the world for how it was and especially with yeah. how like you know it's the same thing where ozai was just like azula just evil and conniving and they don't they only care about one thing which is power yeah and uh and then of course and then sozin just being evil shit like <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i have two theories <laughs> yeah go for it and and <laughs> and one of them is actually about um about Ty Lee. So um, it like, it actually relates to like my least favorite episode. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I was reading about it that, um, and I, I felt this too when I was watching it, that like, she's so different than, than all the other people in her, in her group and like in the Fire Nation. Um, and she's even like animated differently too. Like she has very soft round features and stuff. I just thought it was to provide some sort of dynamic in the group. Um, but it makes sense if you think of it like she's actually an airbender. Like she's not from the Fire Nation. And it makes sense with like the way she fights and everything too. She's she like she like blocks their chi. It's like it's like not a very it she's basically just like taking away the weapon. It's like not a very like offensive uh way to fight, you know. Um she's just trying to like neutralize. So I'm, okay, I'm I'm having like the biggest brain fart ever right now. <laughs> okay. Do we, do we see do we see Tylee actually firebend? No, 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 no. She she's a non-bender. That's yeah, right. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I, her her I, and May are both non-benders. Right. Okay. Right, I right. I knew that, but then you were talking about like, oh, she's an airbender, and I was like, wait, is she a firebender? Like, I don't know. It slipped my mind. Anyways, yeah. well, I'm not continue saying on. That she's necessarily a bender, but there is a part of the theory that she could be that she just hasn't like. I, I, and it's something I wonder too. It's like, do you just like, it's not like you get like a letter from Hogwarts. Or I, you know? I will say this that theory is wrong, and Avatar Legend of Korra actually answers that question okay, about I had a airbenders. feeling about that. Yeah, Le- Le- Legend of Korra season three okay. will open up everything regarding airbenders. Mm-hmm. Everything. Okay. Any, any question you have, everything about airbender is answered in se- season three of Korra. Okay, okay. And but like, again, with one of my, with I think my favorite villain of of the whole of the whole Avatar, um, Avatar universe is 
in season three of Korra. So. Okay. Okay. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Uh, my second theory then is, uh, I, I think Momo is somebody like I, <laughs> <laughs> what? it's Kiyoshi. It's Kiyoshi because Momo <laughs> wants to commit genocide. It's Kiyoshi. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme and it was like it was like Avatar uh, The Last Airbender and it's like a big book and then it's like Avatar The Last Airbender if Momo had a gun and it's like two yeah. pages <laughs> <laughs> no but like as soon as I was watching it the first time you see Momo um, I'm like oh I think it's somebody like reborn like I think it's like somebody from his like from the nomads like somebody from um, oh god who's the dead guy in the cave again what's his name hmm? are you talking about at the very beginning, like Monk Gyatso? Are you talking about him? Yeah, Gyatso. Oh, Gyatso. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Kuzan, who's my favorite character. <laughs> Why am I forgetting all these monks' names? Gyatso yeah. was like Aang's best friend, the one that, that yeah. took him in. Mm. Yeah. The one they, they yeah. find his bones, and that's the first time we see Aang go into the Avatar state. Correct, yes. So, so you I, think I, that I Momo was, is Gyatso? I thought it was Gyatso, yeah. <laughs> I thought for sure he would like transform, or like he would go into like the spirit realm and then like see him and then realize it was somebody else the whole mm -hmm. time. Just because, like, he, like, he just, like, I don't know. Like, he has so much personality, like, to me, more than, like, I hate to say it because I love Appa, but, like, more than Appa, just because, like, you can tell, like, Appa's just a, an animal, but the way they animate him and the way that, I don't know, that, like, he's very smart. I just felt like he was reborn. He's also very, like, very drawn to them initially because they, right. they stumble upon him because... He, they weren't looking for a pet or anything. Ang right, is literally like, like yeah, yeah. he's like, look at the flying, the flying, uh, lemur, the flying lemur bat. Here it is. Yeah. Um, okay. We're friends now. And it was just like, I know that, I know that they, they establish that a little bit later, how Ang has like a, a special connection with animals and everything. Yes. But like, you're, you're right. He, Momo definitely has a lot of a personality and he's so drawn to Ang and everyone right at the beginning. Yeah, I could see that. I could see him. See, I, I see Momo more like Abu and and uh, Latin. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I actually, it's really funny that we talked At about least not Iago from Aladdin. <laughs> I, I just googled up Kuzan, and there's a whole theory about um, about Aang uh, infiltrating the school, the Fire Nation school. Kuzan apparently was yeah was his Fire Nation was his uh, fire bending friend as a childhood, and yes. he just takes on his identity. And yeah, basically they were just like yeah, it was. It was like this theory that was finally solved uh, because of the comic books. If you haven't read them, there most of them yeah. are are written by Gene Lu and Yang, who I think understands the characters more than the, even the creators do. Um, yeah, and, and Riley, you need to read them. Like he's amazing. I, I, I know the first one and part of the second one, and it's so good. Yeah, I have, my, I have all the library editions. Yeah, my my brother has three of them, and um, I I I would like to read them because there are six. Right, there are six full stories. Yes, and they're each three parts. Yeah. Um, so but he has, he has so three. But well, the seventh has... one coming by. The seventh one's actually written by I think it's either Mike or Brian. I think it's Brian. I think Brian is writing the the next one. Uh, Gene Lewis oh. is no longer writing it, which makes me sad. I didn't realize that they were making another one. Yeah, they're yeah. still working on Cora hmm. and then and then the Avatar one. Wow. Yeah, I, I definitely want to read them. I'll I'll probably read the the few that my my brother has, and. I don't know if I'll look, I'll look for the other ones online or, or maybe I'll even buy them on Kindle. You can borrow my phone, I guess, and read them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you could just like, you could just be super annoying and just like send me individual screenshots. Of everything. <laughs> yeah. The Legend of Korra no, one ruins of the empire. 
uh, it comes out in September. So, and then, and then the next one for Avatar: Last Airbender uh, comes out in November. So cool, excited. Um, Riley, I hope your phone is charged because I'm going to send you a lot of screenshots. Okay, good. Yeah, it's 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 plugged in right now. So go ahead. <laughs> okay, so what? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You go first. No, I was just going to say, um, if if we're still talking theories, it's it's not really a theory. It's more of, I think, something that was planned out um, by the creators. But towards the end, how Zuko and Aang, um, they like like their bodies are literally getting scarred from everything that they're going through. Yeah. Their scars, how their scars mirror each other. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super cool, and how they like they both have scars on their on their feet, and then how. Um, Zuko has the scar on his chest and Aang has a scar on his back, but they're the same. They're like mirror images of the same pattern. Right. I mean, they were both caused by uh, Azula's lightning. So yeah. there's that, but it, it's just cool how that, how that worked out. But um, when Zuko gets his chest scar at the end of the series, when he's saving Katara, um, a cool thing that uh, I, I saw and I sort of picked up on when I was watching it. And then I, I looked it up to see if it was intentional or not is that, the reason he gets injured so badly is because when he's redirecting the lightning, he's not grounded. And so the lightning, Mm. it can't pass. It can't just like pass through him and then, and then uh, disperse into the ground. Um, Like people who get struck by lightning that happens to them. Uh, But he was, he was in the air. So the lightning entered him and was trying to find a way out and then shot its way out of him because it had nowhere to go. And so that's why he was so badly injured. Oh wow! So I thought, yeah, I, I again, I'm. The, I I read some stuff that said that that was intentional. I saw a video that said that it wasn't intentional and it was like a happy mistake. Um, but hmm. either way, like it, it, it's really cool to see that in there because if you know about how lightning works and how electricity works, you see Zuko fly through the air and redirect lightning, and then he comes out of it super badly injured. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that is really cool. I love how they maybe thought of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) tyler do you have any theories um yeah one thing cactus juice apparently it's the quenchiest um (laughs) it'll quench you uh yeah so i I don't have any any more uh proof of that no there's a couple of things that actually go into legend of korra um like i don't know if you guys do know this but um i believe they talk about it in the third episode but um so Sokka is dead Sokka does get killed um shut your mouth Wow, I think they even showed it in the first in, in a flashback in the, one of the first episodes. Um, like they don't yeah, obviously say like this is Sokka. Look, he's dying. But like, I think it just happens, and you just kind of like yeah, realize yeah. it later. But um, yeah. the only ones who are alive, um, but I think they also reference is I think Zuko. It's it's only Zuko, Katara, and Toph. They're the only ones left alive. Um, and w- one thing is you haven't gotten to him yet. But the but my uh, second favorite character of Korra is a guy named Varric, who there's a theory that he is actually the son of Sokka. He is also a non-bender, um, a very weird person, very, uh, but he's not also, but he's, a, he is a wimp, but he's a business, he's a businessman. And he's awesome. <laughs> I love him very much. And he's, uh, he's voiced by my, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Michael Higgins. I can't remember who it is. Um, one of my favorite, uh, let me see. Um, I think I just saw a picture of him because, like, yeah. there are John Michael, and stuff like 
Yeah. My whole TikTok is just Avatar, which I love. Mm, yeah. But um, but if I see like Legends of Korra or something, I try to skip it so I don't yeah. see anything. It's, but I think I know who you're talking he's about. Vi- yeah, he's voiced by John uh, John Michael Higgins, who is also in Community. He is the yes. uh, seize the day. Uh, he's that guy. Um, so yeah, and he's perfect yes. in it. So oh there, God, there's a whole thing that like that like he might be Sokka's son, which I love okay. that theory because I think it makes yeah. sense. Um, and also, um, in the creation of Republic City, Sokka's big thing was about um, was about to preserve and make sure that uh, non-benders won't be discriminated against. And there's a little bit of uh, interesting. There's a little bit of theory into that as well, especially when Tenzin are talking more about like the people who are like the city council, um, because some of them are just not are non-benders, and mm-hmm. um, and they they talk a little bit about it, and also why Amon is such a like a big thing, um, and so yeah, God, I can't wait for you to watch season interesting the end of season one. I cannot wait for you to watch to finish season one of Korra. Um, and we'll so, have to do a follow-up episode. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. And uh, so those are two of my favorite theories. And then I'm trying to remember if there's another one. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, I'm pretty sure there's always a theory about, about like, Katara. Like, I know that they wanted originally Katara to be in love with Zuko. Like, that, like they, they were really setting it up. And then they yeah. just kind of were just like, no, nah, it has to be Aang. Like, Dante, Dante Bosco, even, he, I, I saw an interview with him um, the other day. And he's on, he's on TikTok, too, which is really funny. And he has a bunch of, like, Avatar content on his TikTok. But it's amazing. I, uh, I was watching, an, average, uh, I was watching a, an interview with him. And they asked him about the, what do they call it, Zutara. Yeah. And, yeah, and he he said he was like we had so much dialogue i recorded so much dialogue that went into like a zuko katara relationship and i was really looking forward to it but you record so many lines and you record so many different variations of a script that you don't really know how you have an idea of where your character is going to go but you don't entirely know what they're going to do so he said when he watched the last season he was like all right i'm waiting i'm waiting for them to get together and it just never happened Yeah. yeah I think it's cool because, like, yes, they would be opposites, but I just still think that there's too much. Um, like blood. that, I think that relationship would fizzle, like, in a couple years because there's just too much, like, inherently, like, too much beef that, like, they say they would be okay, but like, really, they That's wouldn't true. be. Yeah, like, I don't. Just too, too much. I don't think like, grandma. I, I don't think grandma would love to see Zuko. <laughs> like, yeah, no, not a I, not a fan. No. Yeah. And that's awful, but like I re- you know, I really think that it it was like too personal, you know. Um, like, I, but- that's one thing that Cora did not go through, which I'm very okay with now that I think about it, because I would hate it. If, like I don't. The one thing was like Cora did not need to be like a whole thing explaining Avatar: Last Airbender. Like it should have been its own thing, and and it is. And that's one thing maybe I, I'm very happy about is that like it does not, it does not go back and reflect anything on that at all. Like like, like it's only like. It only does it to the extent of of like what Cor- what Aang would do with the past avatars that Korra does with past avatars as well. Like that's the only time that it really I guess connects, except for maybe one instance in season four. Um, and like I, I, I like that. I'm kind of glad that they just were just like read the comics. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, I would have loved that that if like Zuko went to it's not even in the comics where Zuko went to a water tribe and tried to make peace especially like creating republic city with ang and just having like waterbenders kind of just be like no we still don't trust you dude (laughs) like get out of here uh i would have loved that but 
I mean, it's kind of it, it kind of get to a point where, and during the rift of like, where Toph and Aang are just furious at each other, and it's like one of my favorite stories is that one. Um, I don't think you've gotten that one, right, Samantha? Have you gone to the rift yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, you see it from the cover. Like Toph is like glaring at Aang, and Aang is like all scared. Like and like that's the cover. It's it's it is essentially like yeah, Toph versus Aang, and um, it, it's great. It's just it's you know, Aang and Zuko are trying so hard to build Republic city and just people just being like, nah, no, man, like, no, yeah. nothing you can do can fix this. Like we've, right. <laughs> things are so fucked. We can't, you can't fix this, man. Um, so yeah, anyway, but like that's the- going back to Toph though. Like, you know, watching the show, I'm like, Oh, they're making a lot of blind jokes. Like it's like, yikes, you know? Uh, but then I realized um, you know, the characters are like, can't you see this? And she's like, no, I'm blind. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you, you know, it's like kind of like a messed up joke, but for and, me, and it's like normalizing earlier. It. What? For me, it's normalizing it. It's not, no, exactly. Like, 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 it's funny, but it's only funny because it's like her showing that, like kind of bouncing it back on them as to how ridiculous and stupid and ignorant they sound. Yes, exactly. That, but then also, and like, I said something earlier where I was like, well, what would she see if she could, or what would she say if she could see that? Yeah. And you guys are like, she's blind. And, and because it's like, uh, her character is so powerful and she doesn't let her disability like hold her back at all that you yeah. forget that she is blind. And I think that's what makes those jokes, we'll call them like so cool because even they forget that she can't see because she doesn't let that stop her from doing anything. Like she's so yeah. powerful. And yeah. I think that's really cool. I, I think that's cool I love for it too people with disabilities to, to like, you know, have something like that, you know, and, and it's like, not like her main thing is like, Oh, I'm blind, but like, also I can do that. She's like, no, I could just do that. Like whatever, you know, she's yeah. just so powerful. I, I think that's really cool. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like where Toph is so um, prominent, not, not in prominent. I just think she's just so strong willed and just like, I mean, she's the most secure out of all of them. Like, let's be honest. Like, she's the she's yeah. the only one. Just like, I know who I am. Who the guy? Who do you guys? And right. um, I I think it's kind of like the same thing with Rocket Raccoon, where everybody was like, not to get like you know like into this whole debate, but like it's kind of like Rocket being very you know making all the fat jokes to Thor, where it's kind of like uh-huh. that's just Rocket's personality. Just like Toph's personality is to just be like, listen, like you're asking me really something really stupid. You're gonna get like, yeah, you ask something stupid, I'm gonna give you a stupid answer. And um, right. and it's kind of like the same thing where it's just like that. That's their personality, and that's how they cope with things, and that's how they cope with, with those weird situations where Rocket tears people down. And like nobody had a problem with the horrible jokes that rocket would make to other people, especially like people who are missing limbs and stuff like that. But once he made, <laughs> right. but once he made fun of Thor for being fat, like everybody freaked the hell out. And like, <laughs> and, and, and it's like rocket like says like some of the worst, like he, he taught like, like the stuff he says about Gamora, like to like to Gamora about her dad, like regardless if it's, if it's Thanos or not, like he's, he's messed up and he calls yeah. people out and that's his coping mechanism. And it's kind of like, I feel like kind of like with, with, with like Toph, it's like, that's just how the character is. And if they were kind of go against, like if she were to get offended, I, it would have really broken me because I, I wouldn't see Toph in the same light where it's just kind of right. like, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like you're the only one who knows who you are. And exactly. like, and like, you're the strong one here. Every like, right. you're, it's kind of like Toph. It's like Toph and those guys. Like, like that's what like it's a team avatar. It's like, it's Toph and her, and her weak friends. Um, <laughs> 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 Toph, and Twi- Toph, Toph, Toph Momo. 
Yeah, Toph and Momo. Yeah. Toph and Momo and their weak friends. <laughs> <laughs> Toph and Twinkle Toes. Uh... <laughs> I'd like to see a matchup between Toph and Momo, but like Momo has like a switchblade. Like... <laughs> 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 She's like, let's go. <laughs> she she makes a switchblade for for him. She's like, here you go, just use this. Like, <laughs> so yeah, she can metal bend. She can make one. Here's my yeah. here's, here's my here's my like way out there theory that I just came up yes. with right now. Has there's there's nothing, yes. n- no reason for it. Um, if you shaved Momo, you would find probably four or five teardrop tattoos. On him. <laughs> <laughs> that theory is just. Perfect. If you shave Momo, he would look like Aang. I'm just kidding. Going, going, going to Twitter now. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask around and see. Is it true? I want. I want to thug Momo. <laughs> Momo is a thug. Yeah. If you shave Momo, you get the teardrop tattoos, but you also get the arrow tattoos too. And you're like, whoa, what? Like. <laughs> um, I mean, they're like sacred tattoos, but like, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, this is sorry. Um. I don't mean to be like taking up all the time and talk like no, talking too just, much. You're fine. But, you're um, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you guys see? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Did you guys see that for the first time in like, I think it was like eight or nine years is what he says that Zach Tyler, the voice of Aang, he actually does an interview. He did an interview. What? When? Yeah. Uh, it, it was really, really recent. It was, it I've never heard of this guy before. It's some guy's podcast that he does in his living room. And I think I he, I think he knows Zach Tyler or he knows someone who knows Zach Tyler. And it's just, it's crazy because he, it's been like radio silence from him. Yeah. He, he doesn't he, do anything whatsoever. No, he did. He did avatar and, and ant bully, I think. And then he was, a, he was a voice of one of the characters on backyardigans. And then that was it. And then he was done like that. Literally two weeks ago, like literally 14 days ago from when we're mm-hmm. recording this. Yeah. Oh, let's I'm get him on this. our show. No, he won't do that. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't scare him do, off. What you have to do to get him on the show is you have to get Serena Williams on first, and then he'll come on because he talks in his interview about how much he loves Serena Williams. I love Serena Williams. <laughs> I'll I'll talk about Serena Williams of him for hours. I and love so, her. And yeah, he'll he'll come on. I think I think he he talks for about a half hour and, and probably twenty minutes of that he's talking about Serena yeah. Williams. Perfect because uh, she's going to be on our show next week. So oh yeah. good yeah. Look at look at how that works out. Yeah right yeah. No, we got yeah. Venus. We couldn't get Serena. Oh man, I know. He's like no deal. Close, yeah. close, but no cigar on that one. That'd be hilarious <laughs> if he was on a podcast with Venus and he's just asking about Serena the entire time, <laughs> and he's not even the host. So what's Serena like in real life? <laughs> it was almost kind of sad though watching it because i mean of course he has to he has to get older and like his voice is going to change and everything but he he has lost ang altogether like he, he doesn't yeah. sound like him at all well, anymore and I so heard he, just, he just didn't want to do acting anymore i just heard he just was like no i'm good like this is it i'm done yeah like, he, he he talks about a little bit how he he I think he was in eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade when they started doing avatar and he would get taken out of school um early like one day a week and then he would record on one of the days of the weekend so twice a week he w- he was living in massachusetts i think so they were driving from wherever he lived into boston to record twice a week i thought you were and... gonna say boston say for some reason i was like <laughs> it, what drive to boston yeah. say drove, drove to boston say um <laughs> but he he said that once avatar was coming to a close he didn't really want to have to commute anymore and 
he would do some stuff from his house every once in a while, but a lot of it was going to studios either in Boston or sometimes he would fly out to Los Angeles. And he said as an eighth grader or ninth grader kind of getting into high school, he, he just didn't want to miss out on those like high school experiences and social yeah. experiences. And he, he also says, he's like, I made a lot of money doing it. So I didn't have to really say, do yeah, anything like, ever again. Made bank. So he like cashes in and then, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know? I think he, he still does something in film production. Um, oh, that's cool. I, I don't, I don't think that he really talks about it a whole lot um, in the podcast that he did, but he, he does still, he's on the technical side of things. Um, and he actually, going back to Serena Williams, he talks about how he was doing a commercial, a commercial shoot or a photo shoot. Um, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to be shooting tennis players. And he actually got to see Serena Williams, but he didn't talk to her. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was too scared. He was, like, he was like, my love, my everything. Yeah. Um, He's like, hi, I'm the Avatar. She's like, what? Yeah. That's what he said, nice, too. Kid. Yeah, that's what he said. He 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 was like, nobody ever saw me, and I was a kid. I look so much different now. Even if anyone did know me when I was a child, no one's gonna recognize me now. So he, the the guy who was interviewing him was like, why didn't you go over and say I'm I was Aang on the Avatar? <laughs> uh, um, and he was like, no, I, I wouldn't do that because she would just give me this crazy look and be like, okay, don't you have some lights to go set up over there? Isn't that yeah. your job? <laughs> she would have zero idea what Avatar: The Last Airbender is. I, I have a feeling she no she She's she like, oh, she had a she had a uh, uh, role in it what oh yeah when i rose in prison wait yeah when when i rose in prison wait a minute today right that yes yeah 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 she and so they they wrote her she's a huge fan she's a huge fan of the series and and oh my god oh Oh, i want to know if she's actually made a response being like oh shit he was there like (laughs) what (laughs) oh my god that's awesome this is so weird he uh that makes it less random that he like loves her so much yeah a little less random fans fans did not get over the fact that serena williams was oh no that's not it okay (laughs) oh my god okay i can't i'm gonna look i'm gonna look into all of this stuff (laughs) yeah she she uh her her kids i think or one of one of her kids was watching the show and that's how she started watching it because she watched every week when the show was coming out with her with her child and um, I guess she just she's got so into the lore and so into the story that she uh, started tweeting about it. And the creators of the show were like, hey, do you want to come in and, and voice a couple lines for a character? Like, it's probably not gonna be a huge role or anything. But do you want to be in the series? And she was super down for it, I guess. I think they, so cool. I think she they asked her to do something for Cora or she did something for Cora as well. That was also like a smaller role. But I, I mean, I haven't watched Cora, and I'm, yeah. I'm not super invested in that, so I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I know, I knew that she was in, um, I knew that she was for sure in Avatar, and it was, uh, it was funny too because watching it again recently, when I was in prison, and she's bringing, uh, like the food back and forth to him, and, and she was kind a nice of one where he was just like, oh, yes. good to see you yeah. again. Don't yep. come in tomorrow. You can, you yeah. can <laughs> totally hear. Serena Williams. Like once you know it's her, it's like, oh, yep, yeah. that's her. When that is that, for sure her. She is yeah. she is stunning and awesome. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god. I got to see her and Venus play at the at Wimbledon in 2001. Uh Really? Yeah, I got to see her. I got to see the Agassi Hewitt game, the uh the Hewitt Sampras game. Yeah, like the big ones. Yeah, my dad and I, my dad and I when I got one tickets and and our friend had a, has an apartment in New York, so we stayed for free and we went for free. Yeah, it's good times. That's so awesome. 
Yeah. Was that a cameo? Yeah, that was a cameo. And, and then the Fire Nation attacked. Anyways, I uh, it's, it's been an hour. It's been a very long time. Uh, thank you guys so much. Is there any anything else? Uh, any other theories? No, yeah, I do. I have a theory. Uh, I have a theory really quick. So you just said that you got to see Venus and Serena Williams. Um, you probably left early, but that was also when Jin Wei and Wei Jin were playing Redemption because they, they play on similar courts. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's, sorry. That's <laughs> I was like, wait, what's <laughs> happening? I've never heard of these people. Before. Yeah, I got no, it. Callback to the Great Divide. Yeah, yep, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like I've never heard of these of players before, but yeah, I, it took me a second. I was like, wait, what? Okay. I was like, who are these two? Okay. To finish this, this, I don't even know what time it is, but to finish this up. <laughs> it's it's 3.30 in the morning. We, okay, well, yeah, probably. Um, our guest star has come up with our game or activity or whatever. You know how we always do one of those? Oh, yeah. So go for it, Riley. Um, okay, now, wait, I don't know which one because you talked about the sorting thing and no, then no, I, no, I talked about the bending yeah, thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, just I guess if it's going to be a final thought now, but if you were in the Avatar universe, um, Fire. what what well aside aside from the four main elements aside from the four main elements what would you like to bend like what what would be your bending specialty lightning uh well okay that is let's see it can be it can be anything though it can like literally anything we talked about one of our friends and how we we think that he would be like i want to bend colors and just make everything colorful (laughs) and like change the colors randomly morgan i'm kidding no um it was it was i knew it i knew it no i uh so if I could ever have a superpower, my superpower I would want is to control electricity uh, because I can, like, basically yeah, with technology and everything, I would be able to do so much and, like, be a battery and also uh, be, uh, yeah. I probably also wouldn't be a hero. I'd be, like, an anti-hero. I'd just be, like, doing whatever I want. That's You'd be, like, the, the Deadpool of the Deadpool of Avatar. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't hurt innocent people. But, yeah. Like, Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, uh, lightning would be my mine definitely. If not, metal bending is so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I w- I was thinking about it, and I don't re- I don't remember what I said to you, Sam, when we initially talked about it. What did- I don't think you said anything, and I'm glad because I wanted to hear it. You yeah, I, well, I just yeah. just sort of now thinking about it. Um, I would want the ability to bend time, but not so much like move move oh. time like really far forward or move time really far back, but like ha- almost like have momentary pauses in time. It's like Prince right. of Persia rules. Yeah. Got yes. It. Okay. I like that. Yeah. See, I completely, <laughs> I was like, I want to bend something super random. You want to so bend like... Chris, Hems- you want to bend Chris Hemsworth. Is that what it is? Shut up. <laughs> you could be like Sam, you could be like Hannah and bend nacho cheese. <laughs> she was like, I would be a nacho cheese bender. <laughs> I don't want to take that away from her, so no. Um <laughs> I was thinking like it'd be so random, like like I didn't even like think of mine in like a rational way because I feel like controlling the elements is already like so like like that's I mean that would definitely be something I would I would I would want to be like a waterbender or something, you know. Like I think that'd be cool, or an airbender, um, because I feel like then that's kind of like telekinesis because you can just use the air around an object to move it. So, yeah. um, but like my funny one, uh, like I think bending paint would be kind of funny, like kind of cool and like really annoying. Um, you and or, Banksy, like, you'd, be, you'd be the Banksy of of the Avatar Last Airbender exactly, universe. Yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. <laughs> um, but then like a super like wild card one, I would I would do something super random, like scorpions or something like that. So like <laughs> what? <laughs> you shoot them out of your hands like scorpions, yeah. scorpions. It, 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 would, it would be like that meme of Spider Man. It, it was like it was like I'm glad that Spider Man uh, shoots out shoots webs web. instead of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because like picture this. Picture this, right? Um, somebody walks up to me and I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to have an interaction with them or like I'm in danger or something. And I just like, t- I like look the way I do, right? I'm not going to fight somebody. Like, but I <laughs> turn and I like shoot scorpions at them. They're going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 like, That's what? terrible. I would rather. No, I- yeah, it would be terrifying. No and- fighting. It's just confusion. Like, yeah. wait, yeah. I wanted to be, I came over here to beat you up and now it like, what just happened? And you would be very chaotic. Um, the element of surprise. Ooh. Or what if it was just like surprise elements? Like, just like every time you wanted to like bend something, it's just something random. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't know what you're going to get. It's like a cereal box. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a walking cereal box of, of bending elements and just, oh, didn't know I could do that. <laughs> like you sneeze and then like, it's just like, I don't know, ants or like bees or something like that. It's like, <laughs> bees. <laughs> so random but oh i think that'd gosh. be super chaotic but i want like a mini series uh of like some sort of like subculture and avatar that like <laughs> i mean I, like, I i want more out of it chaos. i mean i i like the last dragon um i think it's a good series it's obviously not really like you know it's not even made by one of the creators which they keep saying but it was like from the from one from the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like, like Brian and Mike have nothing to do with that show. It's 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 the director and one of the head writers. But like The Last Dragon is great. But I really do want more Avatar world. But I don't know if they have the rights or anything. I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't know who holds the rights or or whatnot. I know Nickelodeon screwed them over so so much. Like I like if I were them, I would also be kind of weary, weary on going back to to Nickelodeon. I almost said Nintendo, uh, Nickelodeon. But um, Nintendo. yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I I think it would be awesome if they got the rights back and they can go anywhere yeah. because I know originally they didn't, or there was a rumor that the the show wasn't even supposed to be really for kids, and that they it was kind of like Powerpuff Girls, where like I don't know if you guys have seen the Powerpuff Girls pilot, but it is like really yeah. vulgar and really yeah. messed up. And it was I for it was for HBO. They they sent it to HBO, and. Then I think after a couple other places said no, then they went to Cartoon Network with a smaller one, and they were like, "Can you make this for kids?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think it was called. I think it's called the Kick Ass Girls, if I remember correctly. Oh, um, I've okay, I've heard of I've vaguely yeah. heard of it, but I've never seen the pilot. I'll have to watch that. I'll yeah, look it up. It's it, it makes it's sense. Pretty funny. There's some moments in Powerpuff Girls that you're like, "Oh, what?" Yeah, <laughs> there, <laughs> I mean, there are it. there are a lot of there are a lot of like. Him quote-unquote kid shows that started off as like adult series and then yeah. yeah they they couldn't sell to like prime time or like adult centered networks yeah. so right. they they had to revert to like kids kids shows sort think of it's a very different time now where they do have a lot of like more adult cartoons mm-hmm. um like family guy or or you know other shows like that like bojack horseman stuff like that where they like cause I, I could see like a network being like well adults are gonna watch this it's a cartoon you know i can understand that but like that's also not true well i mean it was, just, it was just a lot, <laughs> it was a lot harder for back then because you can only for like to make adult cartoons the only thing that you could sell to was like hbo like you right. know i mean unless you can consider simpsons adult which i don't um right. but like yeah i hbo had spawn 
and I think another animated series, and then and that just sparked up a bunch of other creators to be like, I want to make this adult this adult show, and they, all you can do is either put it on the on the internet, or you yeah you put it to HBO Stars or Showtime, and like HBO was the only one with Spawn, and the other whatever whatever the other one was like to do it, and then like then they just stopped for the longest time, and now HBO is doing it, but now with streaming services, it's so much easier. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I can't really think of that many besides Brennan and Stimpy with you know, with MTV and, and also they had, um, undergrads and Daria. Uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, there's not really that many, I wouldn't say undergrads and Daria were for high schoolers, teens, sorry, tangent. Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we end the episode? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Let's do that. Hey, thanks for listening to our extremely long bonus episode. Uh, and, uh, Riley, we're, we're, we're uh, tell us, do you have any plugs or anything or anything that you use? Um. I'll, I'll I'll plug myself again, um, and I actually think plugging myself here will will motivate me to start posting more. But um, Be better, I was literally telling Tyler that. I yeah. was like, here's his Instagram. But, like he doesn't post a lot, but he needs yeah, to no, I was I was <laughs> posting I was posting a lot on on my art Instagram, and then I just kind of tapered off. But um, I think it's going to motivate me to to post more if I if I start plugging it. So my my art Instagram is at number four art. With a, uh, the actual number four, not spelled out F O U R. So number four art, um, and hopefully I'll have some like three D printing projects up, and I'm gonna start drawing a little bit more. So yeah, uh, I guess look for more stuff soon to come. Nice, sweet. All right, Sam. Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my my Etsy shop is back from vacation, so that's exciting. What? Nice. Because uh, things are starting to that move again. Uh, I sold some of my avatar paintings pretty quickly. Actually, I was. I was surprised, so that obviously uh, motivated motivated me and um, made me super grateful. Uh, people were people were coming up to me like or like uh, like virtually coming up to me saying like, "Hey, like, why is your store on the way? <laughs> like, why is your store on vacation?" I'm like, "Wait, you looked at my store? That's so nice." <laughs> so when I took it off, I was like, "Boom!" Like sale, 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 and I was like, "Oh, dang! Like, cool!" Like you know, so I'm very, very grateful. So thank you to everybody That's awesome. that supports. Me. Thank I, you. I would love it if you just painted a moon and just say oh it's Uwe and just see how long it's it Uwe, I Uwe. <laughs> and just and just and just see how much it sells for um anyways i'm working on your painting tyler it's, i'm getting uh, a painting Zuko. what Zuko. oh that's amazing thank you i'm gonna put it right mm-hmm. right behind me in, in my little streaming area <laughs> but um thanks yes. for, like thanks for listening in you can check out all of our shows and offerings on the grandgeekgathering.com where we have our articles our videos and more don't forget to check out our youtube where we have my let's plays and um so much more stuff as well like our our new baking show and Popmosis. And you can find us on all social media and follow us on there because it's, we have a lot of stuff going on. And I stream on Twitch three times a week. Have a wonderful week. Please wear a mask and GGG. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. GGG. So you think you got a lot to say? Well, I think you better clear the space. When it comes to movies, I got the better taste. No one knows what you're talking about anyway.